Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. It's me, Kishan, a science educator! And welcome back! Yay! To Tea for Two! <laughs> it is our best friend podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about whatever the fibromyalgia we want. Pop, 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 yeah. Wow, fibromyalgia. Actually, under the definition of fibromyalgia, can I just. Yeah, read what out is fibromyalgia? The official definition is a disorder characterized by widespread musculoskeletal pain accompanied by fatigue, sleep, memory, and mood issue. Also, Joel Tan. Hey, 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 I did not. Okay, yeah, can I just change my name? Legally change my name to Fibromyalgia Tan. Miss Fibromyalgia Tan! Hey, that does sound like I'm experiencing. Girl, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite tragic, eh? Hey, how are you, Akisha? I feel like very long we never talked to each other already. Girl, I have been neck deep in stress and all sorts of emotions. Can see, yeah, can see. Have I aged? Yeah, a bit, a bit. A bit, right? A bit dry, yeah. Dry. The, the neck also a bit like uh, <laughs> Alamak, uh, mm, Yeah, it's strained, uh, strained. It's just a lot. These two weeks have been intense. But you know, it's HOD, right? Ah. Oh, hey, people HOD already. It's HOD is like that la. With it's more responsibility comes more shit. La. Yeah, really very stressful. So so mm. I'm just all just like like the last week I've just been shut out. I haven't been responding to our group texts. Oh you know, yeah, in, yeah. Our, in our chats I feel or whatever. People had to text me asking if you died. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, he hasn't died. Yeah, I'm not just not in a physical sense at least. <laughs> yeah, emotionally, mentally correct, gone. Correct, correct. Rest in peace, girl. Mm-hmm. What about you, sis? Um, <laughs> happy to be alive. <laughs> Because right, a few days ago I thought I had a heart attack. What? Girl. Please. Yes. Explain. I actually had to go to the doctor to get ECG done. <laughs> okay. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Can I say? <laughs> so I, I recall this in the group chats, right? And I remember like I, I was reading all the backlog, the group chats, and I remember like you were saying, Oh no, my heart pain la. I'm now in a polyclinic going for ECG. <laughs> I remember sitting at my desk. Rolling my eyes Going What the hell Yeah you know Your best friend Could have been dying Of like some Fucking heart disease And then you were Rolling your eyes Literally what Because I know you You are hypochondriac The story is That I Right I wake up Feeling this weird Heaviness On my chest Mm. And then it's accompanied by tightness around my shoulders and like around like my wrists, you know. know. It's ice, you know. And then like I also have difficulty breathing sometimes. So I just thought, okay, this is clearly heart disease, right? And I'm gonna Google <laughs> all these symptoms. It's like, okay, it's either heart disease or anxiety. Mm. Now I know it's very likely because of who I am, yeah. anxiety, right? But then Correct. it's just like I never noticed it before. Mm. Yeah, so I thought, okay, I better go and check. Uh. So I did. Uh. Okay, la, I no, did I'm e- glad Yeah, you I checked. did ECG everything. And the doctor looked at me and said, like, oh, no, it's just, you're fine. <laughs> Thankfully, it's just anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> lower level. Uh, lower, uh, level. lower level. Not bad, not bad. But I think, it. I don't know, but I've been feeling pretty shitty lately. Why? No, it's just physically, just don't. I don't feel good. Mm. And I think it's got to do with like my mental health. I just don't feel great, mm. you know? It's like I don't feel excited about anything anymore. Oh, I'm there I feel, with you. I feel heavy and tired all the time. It's yeah. like I, I wake up feeling like dread every day. And I'm oh, trying wow, to I'm that's trying intense. to Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why it is, right? Clearly I have a lot of, you know, anxiety points in my life. But eh? I suspect it's also got to do with just like where we are in the pandemic timeline, especially in Singapore. Yep. Where things are just you know, I feel things have just ground to a kind of absurd halt and yeah. like this the quality of life is so like um mediocre no correct yeah, yeah. i think I've, I, i'm i'm there with you i've experienced extreme fatigue with this whole pandemic thing there's also this this changing of protocols left right center has given me some sort of weird emotional and mental whiplash mm. that i'm just so i mean on some level a bit on some levels a bit broken but by it do you think it's that there actually has been no like discernible positive progress on that front for so long because remember mm. how like there was a time when it was going like open close open close open close like a cheeky bottom right and then like <laughs> <laughs> too much too much cheeky bottom <laughs> Hey, cheeky bottom. <laughs> you know, and then like, but for a very long stretch now, since May last year, it's That's just right. been like, yeah. 
you know we've literally just clenched up <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a nervous bottom like a nervous yeah. bottom correct but I, I guess there is and I'm also so scared to say this because I don't know what planning for the future looks like anymore but there seems to be like oh, yeah, at yeah. the end of the tunnel yeah, yeah. And the, the news article came out yesterday right yeah. was like, oh Singapore's going to change his COVID measures then you read it's just things like uh, now no need to like Social, safe, yeah. safe distance safe anymore safe distance if you're wearing masks it's yeah. like okay yes slow and steady and like more people can visit the house uh, in you know, total my, my favourite uh. my favourite one was my favourite one was like now households will be able to receive five visitors at any time not just once a day and in my head <laughs> I'm just like wow like literally no one literally <laughs> no one has been observing the once a day thing no la no way god you got or not got or not it's like god really yeah uh, on record god uh, uh I never said anything <laughs> It's very like Pyrrhic uh, Pyrrhic victory mm. Small uh, small. So, yeah correct uh. I yeah. mean but, but at least It seems like We are headed Towards somewhere yeah. Positive I mean our fingers And everything crossed yeah. I really don't know I like, mean I love well. I love that it comes On the back of there Being like five figure cases Every day yeah. Do you know It's like I mean okay You gotta say something About how like There's something to be said About how we have Five figure cases every day And we're just like Ah whatever Yeah, it's no, like really we, Ah whatever We're really mentally Exhausted by this Yeah yeah, I mean, uh, but I, I guess we are rounding the curve or the, the peak Please of stop the Omicron. Using, please stop using this <laughs> Ong Ye Kung language. Rounding the curve. What is that? What does that even mean? We are cresting the peak. Cresting? Are you taking a shit? Is that what's happening? Yes, I'm taking a shit. <laughs> I, I, I think, right, you know what it is. Like, I, I think, okay, I'm feeling nauseous right now. Can I just say? Why? I, I'm feeling nauseous because I'm talking about the... Heart about, attack, uh. No, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling anxious and nauseous because I'm talking about the fucking pandemic and I realise actually, <gasps> right, I'm just traumatised. Oh, 100%? Yeah, I think I'm just fucking traumatised by it. Yeah. You know, it's like there's actually so much we haven't even unpacked, right? Like the kind of initial horror of it yeah. and then the, all the death and then all the hiding away and then the fact that we've been going through this for almost like two years. You know, you know what know? I keep going back to and this point about the pandemic always makes me anxious. Do you remember at the very start of it, the horrors that Italy faced people were dying left yeah, right yeah, center yeah. they didn't know where yeah. to put the bodies they yeah. didn't have uh. so I keep going back to that time and because things move so fast we sort of just buried that disaster that yeah. hor- that yeah. horror yeah. deep down yeah. in yeah. us yeah. you know I, I all just, in our yeah. muscles and, and, and it's in our bodies we haven't come to terms yeah, with haven't. it even though we are so far removed from that country but but it's, it's just the fact that it happened to people to yeah, other yeah, yeah. humans yeah, yeah. we haven't actually come you know, I think coped that, with it yeah Total trauma response. Yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's kind of like walking through life with a kind of dazed look, right? Yeah. That's us, right? Mm. In totality. Very traumatized. And especially here in Singapore where the trauma refuses to go away because <laughs> there is no like no semblance release of release. Yeah, absolutely. I really feel we are like. We're I, being suffocated. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I think, and I, you know what? Like, the other factor we are not coming to terms with here is the fact that we are both in our mid 30s. Girl. I've said it before. Yeah, I don't know what it is about. The minute I've crossed into my 35th year, right, it has just been full-on, like, system failure. <laughs> Heart attack <laughs> la. <laughs> Bone pain la. <laughs> Hair drop la. Fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia la. You name it, we've got it, yeah. right? Well, it, we were talking earlier about how... What was it that you said about... Yeah, so like... Uh, Apparently, I, re- I read this article where humans age drastically. So, so the aging happens very rapidly at three points in your life. Mm-hmm. And one of the points is when you turn 34 on uh, average. So it is uh, basically mid-30s. Correct, where suddenly uh, your, your, your body just rap- uh, rapidly ages. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, hello, we're experiencing. Mm. La. Like, yeah. welcome! Well, welcome. Uh, that <laughs> yeah, I feel so welcome. Can you please go away now? <laughs> So, in today's episode, you know, amidst all the incredibly important, world-defining, world-changing political events that have so many. rocked us, you know, global pandemic, Too political many. upheaval, mm, impending change. war in the Pacific, climate change, like, yeah. all the things. Russia, Ukraine. Yeah, oh, go- yeah. oh God. My God. Of all the things that we could talk about, right, we're going to talk about the one thing that seized the imagination of Singapore for, like, a good... Like gripping eh. gripping gripped our imaginations mm. for, the, for a good two weeks or about more that, about I think that. ongoing there's still some like trailing interest in this definitely and it's none other than chicken curry chicken curry <laughs> the nation has been upset yet again about <laughs> chicken curry yes <laughs> what is the situation Kishan so like about I don't know maybe two three weeks ago the New York Times received uh, released rather a video of uh, on his Instagram, right? On his Instagram, yeah, of this uh, Taiwanese-American journalist, I think, yeah, cooking. Yeah, it's important to note. 
she's Taiwanese. Correct. <laughs> Cooking uh, what they claim to be Singapore chicken. And it was apparently a recipe from this person called what Sheila Das. Sheila Das. Who is of um, Sing- uh, second generation. Second generation Singaporean, Indian, and Vietnamese descent. Correct. Right? But she lives in the, don't know where now. Yeah, she, we don't know where she lives. Yeah, is she a cookbook author? We know little about we have, her. Well, yeah, we don't anyway. know. We don't know very much. But so this, this Taiwanese American yeah. like food journalist yeah correct so she for the New York Times was making her own video yeah based on this recipe yeah and, and she just, posted it yeah. and people were like what the fuck is this because yeah. the colour was wrong people called it longkang tui mm. <laughs> for our five for our listeners longkang tui is like storm drain canal water I love that you went with storm drain well done as opposed to what so specific, as opposed to just specifically drain no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> must yeah, have storm drain, must have storm drain uh, because yeah. it's that dramatic yeah yeah <laughs> but it actually looked very it looked upsetting yeah I mean like it took me a while to get around to the video because you know as as you well know I'm not on social media mm. right so I came to this maybe a few days late and sisters on a blackout yeah, yeah and then I saw it and I was just like this this is this this is just like what, was it not upsetting? It was actually like viscerally upsetting. And I'm trying to interrogate that feeling. Mm. I think it's because like no food should look like that. It's like yeah, correct. independent it, of culture. It no looked like food. cruel. Yeah. So like to look at the, the video, right? It's like it just looks super anemic. It looks like no <laughs> curry I know. And like all the steps of a Southeast Asian, you know, Singapore style curry that I'm familiar with, such as like uh, you know, make a rumpa yeah. and then like got lemongrass, all of these like right. herbs cook under fragrance. Uh, like don't have, don't have. It, 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 it look, and then there was this weird marinade of like lime juice yeah. and like uh, salt, oh, pepper. Yeah, and 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 then like she, it didn't look like she braised the chicken long no. enough. Then there was a lot of pet drying. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of pet drying, which is just like it, it looked like she was like changing the diapers of the chicken like that. <laughs> and it's just like oh god, it really just adds to like the small baby leg. Yeah. Like quality of the whole thing. Correct. Yeah. So Singaporeans were like kind of like justifiably upset. They right? were very and it just upset. like sparked off this whole sort of like uh food gatekeeping. Definitely. Yeah, cl- culinary gatekeeping scandal. Yeah. We did find out later that she didn't actually follow the recipe though. She made modifications. Right, right. Yeah. I, what those modifications are, she never did say. And she didn't actually say. No, she, she didn't actually tell us not that she made modifications. Yeah, which I think which I find odd. I think odd was I think so. she omitted things like the chili powder. Because the colour was wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it looked like mud. Yeah, this one really just looks like snow melt, but the snow is yeah. like uh someone shat in the snow. Correct. Yeah, it's like like <laughs> it's shitty <laughs> snow melt. That's why. Like. But you were saying that you interrogated this feeling that you had, right? Yeah. I, so, okay. So what was the result of this? I just want to say this? that I am I'm genuinely like a bit on the fence when it comes to the whole culinary gatekeeping thing. Mm. I just feel like, okay, I can understand where it comes from, but I also feel like it's a, it's a waste of energy. And I also oh. feel like, I also feel like it's not ultimately very productive to say, there's this kind of like suggestion that only people from a certain kind of background should cook certain kinds of foods. Okay. Right? I mean, like you can, you know, can really elaborate that to, to, to all kinds of extremes but there's a kind of sense that oh you know white people won't know how to make our food or mm. shouldn't even bother right. you know and I mean and, I'm, and it's a lot more complicated than that but I think that the kind of like knee-jerk emotion tends to be a, to be kind of like nationalistic really? yeah I think people I, th- there's a lot of identity creation when it comes to food especially with Singapore like yeah. you see a particular cuisine you relate hard to it you go like oh that's how my grandma used to make it or it's something like my grandma there's, there's always a yeah, connection yeah. to people yeah. and culture right so when people saw this monstrosity this hideous thing that was made mm. people f- saw themselves or their identity being like make fun of like oh, that's not that's not what I, I'm used to I, like my reaction yeah. when I saw it right when I saw when I saw the I remember saying that's not what my people make yeah yeah I, I immediately connected it to people and my culture I guess like another way to think about it is that like Singapore food in general mm. doesn't have kind of like the the world stage representation of other cuisines right like say okay. Thai cuisine Vietnamese cuisine so you know it's like as as when you know, like moments for Singapore food to kind of be in the global spotlight. Mm. And then to have this, you know, American newspaper so thoroughly misrepresenting what yeah. it is that, you know, rep- misrepresenting our food. I can understand how that kind of stings in a way. Yeah, it's particularly and it egregious. In, and it feels insulting. Yeah. You know, it, but I feel, and, and I guess it like, it kind of chimes for me with other sorts of instances, like, which are actually more egregious. For example, like the t- the Master Chef like crispy rendang scandal. Oh my God. Do you remember? The yes, I do. Where I think, I can't remember, it's John Tol- Toledo or whatever mm. on, on, on Master Chef UK criticized this Malaysian ladies, this Malay ladies uh, rendang by saying it's not, 
chicken render by saying it's not crispy and then it became a whole thing. It right? became so, a whole thing. Like in that instance, what you're witnessing is a kind of like arrogant, like white know-it-allness uh, that claims to have a kind of knowledge over mm. something that they don't have any knowledge of and then actually putting down someone with a sort of like deep-lived historical understanding of the food and then like basically gaslighting them, right? Yeah. And I, I suppose the shades of that in here too is, you know, it's a sense of this like authority on food which mm. is like a, fine, a primarily sort of like white white or American or Western authority on food proclaiming to have any sort of knowledge at all. Less overt than the yeah. crispy it's, 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 thing. It's less overt, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I guess the shades of that, right? The yeah. sense of like an authority yeah. but getting it so wrong yeah. uh and and thinking they can get away with it. Yeah, so so you yeah. can't blame people for jumping on the gun and yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, not jumping on her whole bandwagon yeah. and going like, nope, this is not okay. You yeah. shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh just a few days ago, uh the New York Times took down the whole thing and issued <laughs> sort of like a statement saying, Oh, the, uh, we understand that the, the this Taiwanese American food journalist didn't actually follow the recipe. Yeah. And we want to stay true to that recipe, so we've taken the video down. Yeah. And they just left the recipe up there. Yeah. And people like say that, oh, good job. That was a good thing to do. Yeah, except when you look at the recipe, right? <laughs> yes. That's another thing. It's just like <laughs> like I don't know who Sheila Das is and Neither I don't know do her I. story but mm-hmm. I looked at that recipe, right? And I'm just like, in all the, the curries I've eaten in Singapore, right? Uh, it, it just doesn't it just doesn't seem to me anything even remotely related. Channel News Asia did something quite interesting. They got they got like a journalist to cook the curry based on Sheila Das's recipe and to have this Indian journalist yeah. to feed it to her <laughs> Indian grandmother yeah. who looked quite on in years and you know, like I think she's quite fixed in the way she wants to cook things and so she gave it a shot she cooked the curry and in the background you can see the grandmother just looking at her going like what the fuck is she doing why is she adding this thing and she's quizzical look on her face and then finally when she was told to taste the final the product right she said it was tasty she mm. said she, it was good right but she didn't recognize it as curry right to her this was a soup, soup right you yeah. Said. yeah so this is fascinating to me i know but okay i think what this active because we had this whole argument when the thing first broke out right where i was just going on about like okay yeah when you say singapore curry this is what it means mm. and then i when i think of singapore curry i think of like basically a kind of coconut curry sure which is which is like kind of orangey in color that's made with a rumpa that has like lemongrass galangal yeah. you know candle nuts mm. uh sometimes even blachan yeah. and all these kind of things and then you fry that yeah. and then you you know you you then you like simmer the whole thing in coconut milk right mm. and then sometimes you even add like curry leaf maybe or kaffir lime leaf sure. or yeah and but then, then not it, all curry is yeah, like that. Then I then then we had this whole argument because then you said you said to me, yeah. your mother doesn't even make curry with coconut. She doesn't do that. It, it, and if she makes fish curry, then she adds certain things that she doesn't add to chicken curry. Yeah, if yeah, she makes yeah. prawn curry, she adds certain things she doesn't yeah, yeah, add. Yeah. So for me, curry looks very different. Yeah. And when I remember the first time I ate chicken curry from like a, a Chinese store, uh, I remember eating it and go like, what is this? This is this is not curry to me. This is very strange. Right. And then I, as I grew up eating different types of curry from like Malay cuisine, Chinese cuisine, whatever, Peranakan cuisine even, my palate, you know, I Expe- understood lah, expanded uh, and go like, oh, you know, this is still curry but just different sorts. They're different types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how it is, right? It's like, actually, the term curry is in itself like a misnomer. A bit ambiguous it's Actually, it doesn't refer to <laughs> anything in particular it's actually yeah. a category of wet gravy foods right and as i understand it i am probably like wrong about i might be wrong about this it's like a, it's like an anglicization of like what k-r-i curry right which oh is I, like, I, i'm not sure yeah, uh, yeah which, okay as i as i remember reading about it, it's basically a designation for like a wet gravy right yeah right. and then obviously when it entered english as a language it just became used to describe any wet gravy because like okay. if you look at like all sorts of cuisines right there are things that have curry like uh qualities that are all vastly different absolutely curry absolutely and yeah. they all use so many different things depending on the type of spices that's available or yeah. their palate or their cuisine or Correct. whatever yeah yeah but then like but then even here in singapore we when you say curry your kind of your mind or you say chicken curry, your mind sort of like closes in on a few things, right? And it depends sure. on what you ate growing up, I guess. Correct, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so immediately in the wake of this like uh, poor Taiwanese gen- Ta- Taiwanese woman's like faux pas, right? Like there were calls in the comments for un- Uncle Roger to intervene. Oh my God. <sighs> Why is he the final bastion of... And, and of, you know, yeah. he, he specifically, yeah. right? Like, sure. and, like deeply irritates me. This this figure of this like uh stupid slanging uh like Chinese 
stereotype. Correct. Going around scolding white people for like misunderstanding, you know, misunderstanding Asian cuisine.、Mm. And I don't know why that just because I think like it's a kind of misunderstanding of how it is food travels and how knowledge of food travels. It's like, you know, people just cook what. Tastes good to them, or taste,、right. or, or cook what feels right to them, or what they you know cook with what's available to them, right? And 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 actually, that is the story of how our cuisine here in Singapore was formed,、yeah. right? It's、and、like it the, our our cuisine is also a kind of like a like hybrid yeah, cuisine、absolutely. that is like super mongrel in its own way. <laughs> it's like a totally bastardized version of different things that、mm. just because it's been around for a long time have now taken on the quality of some kind of.、Um, You know, uh, 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 like a hybrid of things, and、like. I'm not saying this of all Singapore food because、right. like、some Singapore. I think it's just like this idea that there is a kind of pure way to think about food. To me, just feels or like the idea of that that food. You know, there's a kind of authentic way to think about food. Just feels、mm. like slightly, um, like uh, uh, simplistic to me. And 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 then to have like this clown of a man, Uncle Roger, go around just kind of like clocking how people make Chinese food, for example, just feels kind of unproductive to me. Right. Yeah. It's like let just people, just let people do what they want. I think I think where I draw the line, I guess, is that like when people come in to speak with any authority、hmm. about a food that they don't actually understand, I think that can be super irritating and problematic. Sure. And I and I get that. Yeah. Right. My problem、yeah. with Uncle Roger is that it is not so much on the food thing, but because I just think this man is what he's doing is actually extremely damaging. Damaging.、Yeah. The, the the persona that he puts up is not a helpful one. Yeah. And. Fundamentally, not funny. Yeah, I think for me,、not、what is、funny. worse about him is that he's just not funny. Yeah, yeah, he's just criminally unfunny. So irritating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's like. I feel like if what he would do, what he's doing, you could sort of understand in a sort of like postmodern ironic way, and what he's tapping into with the whole the whole like Hong Kong accent, you know, yeah, and and that that whole pastiche of stereotypes, I potentially points back if you want to be generous at like the way the West tends to frame. Asian people in a super racist way, but I doubt that his comedy is that sophisticated. To be perfectly honest, it seems to me kind of like preoccupied with this really dated oh whites do this and Chinese people do that, you know, kind of comedy, and it's 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 just not particularly funny or interesting to me.、Uh, I don't think it elevates any sort of anything. I I don't think it brings us anywhere. Yeah, you know. So、mm. and then now he's just kind of like there, sweeping up like the grains of all of these like clashes between. <laughs> The East and the West on the internet. It's、yeah. just like, oh no, we do, we do not need this kind of mediation、mm. because actually, if you think about it, right, like the kind of deep, you know, for example, Chinese cuisine, right, the kind of deep knowledge of Chinese cuisine already exists without the need for Uncle Roger to put to 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 be his custodian.、Right. You know, if you just go on to the right places on the internet, right, on YouTube, you'll find these like very thorough, rigorous, like very loving and detailed and super informed. Like uh, uh uh channels that are dealing with you know Chinese cooking that、mm. is like so far so much deeper than anything Uncle Roger could probably even like approximate right、yeah. so what 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 he's policing is actually this very narrow field of interaction between like you know um white chefs cooking popularized Chinese、uh, and Asian food and、right? I think that's、yeah. his intention is to really just get. What he thinks he's getting a lot, a lot of、yeah. joke, a lot of laughs, lah. He's、yeah. just cracking a lot of jokes. I don't think his his, his intention is to push any sort yeah, of、correct. barrier. So he's not actually widening the field、no. or deepening the discourse. Yeah,、right? it's just this kind of narrow strip that actually is so like unimportant already.、Yeah. It's almost as if it's like if like if it's is equivalent of some like if some Italian comedian just went around like going no 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 no, but <laughs> every time someone made like carbonara with cream,、exactly. you know what I mean? It's just like it's 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 just like so fundamentally unproductive.、Yeah. Totally unrepresentative of like the the, the full depth、Correct. of Italian cuisine, right? Yeah, and unfortunately,、yeah. so many people like him though. Oh, Uncle Roger! Yeah, I mean he's hot. Is that why? I will say, <laughs> you can ask your friend Caleb what he thinks. <laughs> like, does Caleb? I think Caleb would find Uncle Roger totally hot. I, I think Caleb would. Yeah, but, but, it, it, throw throw Uncle Roger and Caleb's face. He couldn't do one or not, <laughs> right? I mean, he's hot. I will not lie, and I I mean he looks like a kind of like he he looks like he he'd be a good time in bed. Okay. Yeah.、Mm. I mean, he. he I was like, he's hot enough that like, if he was started doing the accent while we were fucking, I'd be like, okay,、yeah. <laughs> this is fine. Oh, you like that? Oh, fuck! You like that? Oh, <laughs> give the give me the poppers. <laughs> give me the poppers. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> this this is my life now. This. <laughs> 
I deserve to die. <laughs> Disgusting! Put your finger there! <laughs> So anyway, to go back to the to Sheila Das's chicken curry, right? Correct. We thought we would do another extra sensory episode of the podcast today, and actually, because our first one was so yeah. successful, <laughs> <laughs> and actually cooked this fucking curry, yes. on the air for you. That's what we're gonna do some on air cooking. On air cooking. I don't know how this is gonna go. We really don't know. Yeah, and we're gonna cook Sheila Das's chicken curry, so Br- you don't have to. Yeah, brace yourself. Yeah, and then we're going to we're gonna give our uh, a commentary. Yeah. Yeah, and then we're gonna eat it, aren't we? Mm, life yeah, taste test. Mm, life mm. taste test. Are you ready, Kishan? Yeah. Fuck me. Cook really, I cook really. Okay, hi everyone. Welcome to my kitchen. Mm. Are we starting? Yeah, yeah, starting. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Hi everyone, welcome to my kitchen. Hi. Yeah, can you hear? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes, ever, yes, ever. Very nice to be outdoor. Eh? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize for all the extra environmental noise. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna get it. So, um, we have done all the prep work for this recipe. And mm. by the way, if you want to find this recipe, uh, what? How do you find it? It's on New York Times. Just go to New York Times, and then you need to get past the paywall. Yeah. <laughs> First the paywall Which is so fucking offensive yeah. right? But what's the title uh? It's called uh, Singaporean Chicken Curry Literally right? Singaporean Chicken Curry yeah. I just searched New York Times Singaporean Chicken Curry And it's the first Offensive thing that came out Actually there is another Very offensive Chicken Curry recipe On oh, New York Times I know By which Violet Oon From correct. back in the 90s right? Wow yeah, yeah. So I think this was Way before Like uh, Americans had Any comfort level With the global pantry So <laughs> it was really Very <laughs> simplified I there see. is like only the rempa inside only got ginger and garlic. That is girl offensive. and some chili. Yeah, that is and weird. curry powder all. Yeah, so <laughs> I got made before. I got made before. Good. Yeah, no. I made it to the letter. It was fucking foul. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sorry, Violet. Some Oon, foul, foul. Yeah, Violet Oon, right? If she were making this recipe today, would be so cancelled. Oh, she's lucky. Truly. She's lucky. She's lucky, lucky lah. Yeah, okay, so what is the? Oh let's my god. Like, let's read through the ingredients list. Uh, let's yeah. let's read through the ingredients yeah, list. Okay. okay, so first is uh six. Skin on bone in chicken thighs. Okay. Yeah. Seems pretty standard. No, thigh actually I've learned is better for a chicken curry. Why? Yeah, because like breast uh overcooks very easily. Mm, it becomes quite dry. Quite tough la. Yeah. Right, right, right. Mm. Uh, two tablespoons lime juice. This one. This one for what? The way yeah. you just drink. <laughs> <laughs> in case you got scurvy, yeah. <laughs> Lime juice is it's the first thing that throws you off. For what? It? It's like for what? Okay, we will see what it's for. Yeah, okay, and then mm. uh, two tablespoons uh minced garlic. Okay, yeah. and minced ginger as yeah, well. Mm, That's fine. Yeah, Seems normal, pretty normal. standard. Mm. Two and a half teaspoons ground white pepper. Okay, this one is no throws me a bit. Is, does it? White pepper has a very distinct aroma. You're right. It's it feels a bit salad. You know, it's the yakun eggs. <laughs> yes, yakun I know. Eggs. I know. I know. You mean. Ah, I know. You mean. Ah, right, 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 right. Uh, then fine salt. Okay, okay. salt's fine. Then uh. Uh, quarter cup ghee or canola okay, oil. Okay, so this is the first sign, right? That this mm. recipe is probably of a very specific Indian, mm. a very specific kind of Indian provenance. Because yeah. like I think a lot of like curry recipes I've seen don't start, don't use ghee. Right. They use like normal cooking oil. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes even coconut oil. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's mm. true. And but Thailand sometimes what they do right is that they uh, split the coconut milk. Uh, mm-hmm. So they heat the coconut milk until it splits, and then they use that. Oh, that's fascinating. To cook the the wow. rempa. Mm. Thanks, chef. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, one medium red onion, thinly sliced. Ah, this is another sign. Not this bad, is Another sign. I love onions. Yeah, okay. but red onion is different mm. than other onion, you know. Correct. Because it's red. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, one cinnamon stick, mm. preferably an Indian cinnamon preferably, stick. Uh, we have to ask. <laughs> we have to ask. Uh, like, are you Indian? <laughs> How do you identify? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Three cardamom pods. One cardamom is unusual. Cardamom for, for me is like for tea. I don't. I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't excuse know. me. Uh, excuse me. Okay, okay you're, you're so cancelled. <laughs> Very cancelled. Rendang also got cardamom. Oh, okay, okay. Thanks, thanks. Mm. And then one whole star anise. Yeah, okay, four whole, whole yeah, cloves. Uh, four fresh pandan leaves, knotted. This one, I think, also in this case, one? in case the smell is too overpowering, you uh, want yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in absorb, case it's got co- co- cockroach. Co- cockroach. Because <laughs> co- pandan a bit unusual for curry. Right? Very strange. A this is strange. the thing that threw yeah. me off. Um, two teaspoons of chili powder. Uh, that's fine. Okay, uh, two teaspoons of ground coriander. And then there's also a uh, turmeric, uh-huh. ground fennel, uh-huh. and then two cups of chicken stock. I find this a bit odd. Why chicken stock okay? Why? Got ah. 
I find this a bit strange. I would use chicken stock to Is make it? curry, yeah. Okay, I, th- I think it's a bit strange. And then of course, a quarter cup coconut milk. Yeah. I don't think that's nearly enough coconut milk. We'll, but we'll see. Me. So mm. I think the first thing that kind of strikes me is that there's no right. rempah. Yeah. You know, so like li- none of these ingredients are ground to a paste together. Exactly. And you don't fry the paste. Right. Yeah. In fact, so okay. What's so the first happening? thing that they ask you to do is what? What do they? What's the first so step? So uh, which we already did. Mm. Yeah. No, because we are very good. <laughs> yeah, we're we very had good. it prepared. We had it prepared. Correct. Yeah. We did. We did step one mm, already. We did step one for yeah. you already. Yeah. Is pat the chicken thighs <laughs> <laughs> with paper towels. Again, the patting of yeah, the chicken. Yeah. Pat so that you know, just get yeah. your feet on a bit. <laughs> And then after you pack the chicken thighs, right, you're supposed to combine with the lime juice. So it's not for drinking, it's for the so chicken. So it's not for drinking. Uh, one tablespoon garlic, one tablespoon ginger, uh, one and a half teaspoons of white pepper, one and a half teaspoon. So all in a large bowl. That's it, huh? Mm. And then you just mix well. So we have it here, right? Yeah, we have it here. I mean, it does not smell. Or I mean, the colour is it's, fabulous. The chicken has turned <laughs> grey. <laughs> the chicken has turned grey. <laughs> oh my god, dear listeners, the if you can see the colour. has leached water out of it. Yes! And it smells overwhelmingly of yakun eggs. <laughs> okay. A bit, a bit. Okay. Mm. okay, so let's get this curry started, baby. Yeah, let's get the show mm. on the road. Let's get the, that's the first step, please. <laughs> uh, second step, ready? Second step, second yes. Step. Uh, in, the, in a large wok, heat the ghee over medium high. Okay. Right! The yes, the wok is on. Mm, do we have the ghee ready? Yes, we do. Perfect. Let's put it in. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys get that? The unenthusiastic plump of the ghee. Because I keep my ghee in the fridge, you know? Yeah, keep the ghee in the fridge. So it's a, uh, it's a bit cold. Uh. But never mind. We're on medium high heat. How are we doing, chef? Mm, very good. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. The really intense iron chef right? <laughs> I do love the smell of ghee melting in a wok. Oh, me too. It's very nice. Okay, what's the next step, please? Right, so when the ghee is hot and shimmering, which is the first time I've ever... <laughs> hot and shimmering. Shimmering, leh. Yeah. Then uh, when it's hot and shimmering, you need to wipe the marinade off the chicken. <laughs> the part I love the most about is that you have to wipe the marinade off Correct. the chicken. Correct. You wipe the marinade off the chicken and then you add a s- add the chicken a single layer until it browns. So that's that's actually the sound of the chicken searing. Mm. Mm-hmm. But the wiping mm. on the marinade had a very distinct wiping baby's backside feeling for me. It reminded me of this time when I was in church and this little boy came up to me and said, Koko, can you help me go to the toilet? Oh my god. And I went to the toilet with him and then like after he was done, he said, Koko, can you help me wipe? He asked you to help him wipe. Yes, yeah, so I think I heard this story before. Yeah, I Gross. think I'd be a pretty good father. Okay, just saying. <laughs> but if you want to practice, you if you want to practice on being a father, you yeah. can wipe some chick- marinade off a chicken. Correct. Stuff. Just yeah. all you need to do is Google uh, NY New York Times. Uh, <laughs> I have to Singapore say that the smells are quite appealing because it's ghee, lah. There's something very beautiful about the smell of ghee. Girl, it's just clarified butter. It's, it's, I'm sorry, the, it's just the pure fat from the butter. It's That's the what's smell of like home. Okay. <laughs> okay, three to four minutes on each side, sis. And we Wait. need to okay. seal until it's light golden brown. Okay, let's try, try. Mm, you try, try. Wow, is this careful, eh? Okay, that, that's too pale. It's too pale, ah. Okay, we don't want to do a Taiwanese American faux pas. I here. think you wipe too much, lah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to turn up the heat just a little bit because I don't want it to burn, you know. I think so, mm. I think so. I think we don't want to burn. It's like worse than longkang tui, it's <laughs> charcoal tui. <laughs> Wow, you hear that not? Mm, it actually smells great. I have to say I'm very proud of my walk. Look how well seasoned it, it is. It is a beautiful yeah. walk, mm, can I just say? It's not I ca- I I bring back from London one, okay? Wow. This is my migrant my migrant walk. Is it my wow. migrant walk? This yeah. is truly the migrant experience. Yeah, when I went to London I bought a walk like a true Chinese, okay? Wow. Yeah. So proud this of you. This one I will give to my to my children. <laughs> they after, will inherit After you wipe their backside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after Uncle Roger fucks me in the ass. <laughs> Breed me, daddy. Oh God, yucks. Okay, this this browning is taking a while. Mm. It, tell you, it wasn't shimmering. <laughs> okay lah. Okay, la, I got some color lah. Got, got some, some color. color. Got some color. You know what? Okay, okay, I have to say, it's giving me a very distinct like Christmas fruitcake smell because of all the ginger. What? Oh. Yeah. Oh, that one is very brown. Mm, I think I think it's the placement ah. Placement. Mm, correct. Correct. Mm. Oh, that one's not brown. Not at brown all. enough. Not brown okay. enough. Mm. I also have to say that I'm not. This feels like a very small amount of chicken. You know, like when you cook. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Right. My mother will scold me. Like, why you cook it? Who, who is eating? 
But also, you know what I like about this recipe so far? It is that there's very little prep work involved. Actually, it's yeah, like, it was very simple. It's not a lot eh. of ingredients, which yeah. is so alien to me because every curry I've made has been like a whole day affair. Goodness. Where by the end of it, I'm sweating yep. and cursing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, my uh, when my mom cooks curry, like, I kind of go in the kitchen kind. Yeah. Like, uh, it's uh, just a lot of work because, like, you have to rem- yeah. you have to make the rempa. And then if you are feeling particularly Correct. fastidious that day, you will use, you know, your yeah, hand pound and everything. Pound, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's on the thread of, like, getting screamed but at. But even like. if you use, like, a blender or food processor, it's still a lot of work because you got to cut a everything. Lot. Yeah, this one only need to cut and chop garlic and, gar- yeah. and, and ginger. I think, I think the most difficult part of this is the wiping. Yeah. <laughs> Because how much to wipe? What yeah. intensity? How hard okay, to wipe? Okay, I have to. Oh, some skin is getting stuck to the pants. So I have uh, to move it around. Please move it around. Thanks. Mm. Okay, how does this compare so far, Kishin, to the Taiwanese woman? Mm, I think the color of the tui is still there. Yeah, I got a bit of long kang tui color. It's got a long kang tui color. But that's just ghee. Yeah. Okay, oh, it's starting to okay, brown. Got some brown I got some brown. Mm. It's interesting to me because, like, I don't know curry normally to rely on. Um, Browned, brown, browning, exactly. brown flavor. Yeah, you know because it's very common to like say a French stew where you would brown your meat before. Correct. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so I find this step just a little irritating. But it's strange. So I don't think we have to worry too much about the browning. I you know don't what think it so, is. So. that Ang Mons, right? They don't like um, pale meat. That meat must be right. brown. Yeah, even in but a in the curry, the meat is really pale. Okay, I'm gonna turn down the covers heat. The the whole curry col- covers the color. I don't yeah. understand. Okay, okay. What's anyway, next? Okay, anyway, anyway. Cool. Then after that, we need to remove the chicken to a plate and set aside. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we failed on the browning side, but you know what? As as no, you said, no, but there's some brown stuff on the wok which I think will have to suffice. <gasps> yeah, okay, well, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think that's okay, it. Okay, what's the next step? Mm, all right, so now we need to reduce the heat to medium low uh-huh. and add the onion, mm. the remaining garlic and ginger. Okay, okay. That, that did not sizzle at all. Mm, I think maybe we need to bring it up the heat a bit. Okay. Maybe that was the issue, like It wasn't hot enough. I think it wasn't, <coughs> but also any hotter and it would have started burning. Correct, huh? Correct, yeah. So now we need to add, eh, need to add the garlic oh, and the, the garlic ginger. Ah, oh, don't okay, forget, okay. don't forget. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Then we need to uh, stir occasionally until the onion is soft and translucent. So I'm just s- just keep stirring. I really, you know what I'm smelling? I'm really smelling despair. <laughs> Like the ginger is very oh, very strong in this. Huh? It's giving me Christmas pudding. It really Christmas is. Christmas pudding. Yeah. Salah leh. Like yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. the Chinese style of cooking. It's always a bit sweet, and I'm always very sorry. <laughs> it's not everything got to be about race, one, Okay, <laughs> huh? Like I question why it's so sweet. You know. Because but I guess it's you know why? Because we put sugar. <laughs> because Chinese people cannot taste spice. Hey, don't know. Sometimes Malay people also put gula melaka in their curry. Oh, okay. fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I stand corrected. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Is it getting there? Okay, it's soft. Okay, yeah, I guess. I it's think it's soft. It, it is getting translucent. It, it's, it's cooking the way onions cook. La. <laughs> there is a, okay, there's an unholy amount of ghee in there. Mm. Okay, so then add the spices, right? Yeah, we need to add the cinnamon, cardamom, star anise, and cloves. Just those. Yeah. Those just went in. Not the dry spice, not the ground spices. Not the right? ground one, not the ground. Okay. Just, and just then, these. And then, and then to we need to miss a bit. Yeah, to miss, to mm. miss until fragrant. Hey, got until fragrant, like, got the phrase. Maybe, maybe quite Girl, real. Girl, it's la. like fragrant from the start already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to cook this for about one to two minutes. Okay, one yeah. thousand, two thousand. How you count your minutes? Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, now it's really. Oh, girl, we we need to get ready something. We need to get ready the pandan leaves. Okay. What? We need to get ready four to five, um, four to five uh, leaves, uh, and then they need to be in a knot. Oh, we, we did not knot them. Yeah, we this not one is don't need. This not don't need, uh. For what one, uh, actually? It's just aesthetics. I feel bad that we didn't brown the chicken enough. I think it looks okay. I feel bad. Oh, you know this reminds me of what a Filipino cooking, like Filipino chicken, you know, like adobo, like adobo a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah because adobo you don't I really love. need to. You don't really need to brown either because the soy sauce has uh, the vinegar pr- uh, produces so much flavor. Absolutely, right? yeah, I love that. Okay, anyway, uh, w- uh, once it's a fragrant, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it smells pretty good. It yeah. Really, okay, it really is giving me sweet. Right? Sweet like pudding smell. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we need to add the pandan leaves, the chili powder, the ground coriander, ground turmeric, and ground fennel. Yeah, basically all the ground spices. Just dump it right in. Amazing. Amazing. Beautiful. Okay. Despite okay. you gotta be careful not to burn the spices. Yeah, correct. Don't lower the heat a bit. Yeah, please, please. Do we get the broth ready? Yep, it's on the side. Oh, wonderful. Look at you prepared. 
Okay, then we need to add the chicken and stir until it's completely coated with the aromatics. <laughs> this looks so strange. It looks very odd. It's kind of like um, it looks a bit like it's 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 like I don't a know. stir fry. <gasps> yeah. A stir fry. Okay, but yeah. okay, okay. The color is promising. It's already giving me not long kang sui. Yeah. You know what I mean? So because I think like, we did better than yeah. than than that than that uh Taiwanese American. Woman, yeah, yeah, the poor woman who I think now has been um relegated to the back ends of the New York. I'm just gonna add a bit of water to the pan to. Eh? No, to now we need to no, add no, no. the broth. Eh? I just wanna, I just wanna uh, stop it from catching and burning. Can, can yeah. that's a good idea. <laughs> mm. Okay, starting to smell not too bad. Yeah, I think it's because of the ground spices. They're mm. really doing their work. Correct. I quite like the addition of coriander and fennel. It's some of my favorite ground spices. Mm, good to know. Okay, mm, okay, so thoroughly coated with the, the spice aromatics. And the aromatics okay. And then after that, we just need to pour in the chicken broth and bring the mixture to a near boil. A near boil. A near boil. Not just a boil. Not a boil. A S- near boil. So a pimple. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay, I, f- I would say that's pretty well coated. I think so too. It's a beautiful color. Okay. Add the broth, ah? Yeah, add the broth and then. Uh, Wait, let me pour some of this like ghee up back in. Mmm, mm. ghee up. Yum. <laughs> okay, and the broth in. Yes, the broth goes in. Oh! This is strange. Okay, Longkang Tui. Ah, back Longkang to Longkang Tui. Long we are back in Longkang Tui territory. Alamak. It has turned a distinct shade of. <laughs> Amber <laughs> Amber alert Amber <laughs> alert Wow, very watery eh? It is very watery Okay, yeah, alright And bring it to a near boil uh, Bring it to a boil uh, yeah, And then low the heat And then 15 to 18 Good minutes break. That's right, that's right mm, Okay, so it's now been about 20 minutes Wow, wow. It's still very watery It does look very watery, doesn't it? Mm. I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the... Con- the- Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. No, I found the consistency. Oh, oops, sorry, ghee everywhere. Really? Let, me, let me let you the audio listeners hear the pulu pulu. Ah, here. Can I hear yeah, <laughs> Okay, it's very watery. It's very watery. Yep, it's, it's a bit too watery. It's soupy. And mm. adding the quarter cup of. So now the next instruction. Yeah, so next instruction we need to stir in coconut milk. Ah, okay. About yes. quarter cup of coconut milk and simmer briskly. <laughs> Simmer briskly. Okay, yeah, turn the con- heat up. La. To concentrate the flavors for about another five minutes. Oh, now the colors become yellow. <laughs> this is truly an adventure. I'm not sure about the color, but you know, it's it, not longkang sui. No, it's not longkang sui. It does yeah. remind me of Chinese, chi- Chinese style chicken curry. Chicken curry. Yeah, a bit lighter. But the smell is very sweet, isn't it? Yeah. It's very, it's very sweet spices. There is, yeah. there is a sweetness to the whole thing. I mean, like, why are we being such purists? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not, it's just like, it just, I don't, okay, you know what it is? Is it, is it good? That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, it's Correct. Not, okay. It's, Everything will be forgiven it, if, it, it, if, if it tastes It can good. be unfamiliar, but it can be good, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, while we were waiting, right, I consulted the original recipe and apparently, yeah. she, Sheila Das, her family, uses some of this curry to make the biryani. So, this is not made on its own. Interesting. It's not meant to be made on its own. It's meant to be eaten with... The brownie rice, rice Okay, okay, yeah. sure, sure. So I feel, but we are not making that today. So apologies, apologies. Yeah, but, you know, that's but, fine. But even then, like this curry should be able to stand on its own, right? Yeah, yeah. Can I just say the unpopular opinion? I'm not a fan of what? of biryani rice because sometimes there's a lot, there's too much going on inside, and I'm, I'm really not a fan of raisins. So sometimes I find raisins yeah, a bit of an I, assault. I find, I find raisins in rice. Like too much. Yeah, same with raisins in potato salad. Yeah, yeah. Cannot. I just like maybe not a fan of raisins. Same. Yeah. Why why ruin a grape? I mean the grape <laughs> had nothing to do with it. The grape didn't ask to be dried. No, okay. of course not. I mean justice yeah. for raisins. Just just, to, yeah, justice. just we don't need to put them in everything. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give it a little taste for salt. Oh of course. Hold of my course. mic, hold my mic. Can can I got your mic, sis? I got you. How? Hmm. It's not a good sound, eh? Wait till you try, let's you try. Alama, so scary. Mm. I can think of a few ways to improve it. Start from scratch? No, no, we are not going to adulterate the recipe. We actually followed it quite faithfully. We have, we have. We've been quite good. I can't decide if it needs a bit of salt. I'm going to go in again, just like... Mm. Try and... Deep dive, sis. How's the soup? (laughs) Mmm, Cantonese. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we finished the chicken curry. The entire ordeal. (laughs) 
um, of cooking is over. That that la- it wasn't an idea. No, okay, it's very difficult to cook with two yeah. people and mics. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I, we don't have the right tech to be doing a cooking show. We don't. So we don't know what we're getting ourselves yeah, into. Yeah, we cannot pivot there, la. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, but the last stage of the cooking, right? So. Okay, mm. let's describe the curry, right? You're right. left with like a very oh. soupy, I'd say. Very soupy. The colour is not the, so salah. The, of course, because there's like lots of turmeric and chilli powder in it. You know I, mean, I mean, we cannot say of course. Like people from New York Times cook lula uh, gang I don't know how I mean, she got that specific shade of like brown. brown. <laughs> I, I just don't see any version of this recipe that could have yielded brown. Yeah. Unless she burnt I think she burnt something She must have burnt the spices Bless her She had a smile on her face yeah, Throughout that she, 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 <laughs> That Clarissa way She really went for it Yeah mm, But okay. okay I mean it's, 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 It looks it, it gives me kind of like Watery Sayalode vibes You know this like Ayam yeah. lemak kind of thing Ah correct Correct mm. Okay wait Also we've got a guest At the dinner table It's my brother Who has decided to join Hello. us For this taste test I think we need an objective Taste test Correct, right? yeah. correct. Okay say hi John Hey hello so what are some of your like initial thoughts on the appearance of the curry? Um, it looks like chicken curry or mm. yeah, but it is a bit thin. A bit thin. Yeah. A bit thin. Yeah. Okay. Shall we go in for the taste? Let's yeah, go okay, in. Okay. Let's go in for the kill. Ah, uh, come, come. Ah, jebut makan. Jebut makan. Everybody eat. Everybody eat. Uh, uh. uh, just for the sake of scientific. Um, scientific. Uh, of science, we are also eating this with some basmati rice. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Sorry, I'm, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I hate the sound of people eating, so I really mm. hate that. Like, some dear listeners, was it misophonia? Yeah, I have it. So I'm sorry. Okay, so my thoughts on the on the sauce. It has dry heat, mm. but it doesn't have the kind of like fragrance that you mm. get from like a Southeast Asian curry that's full of like deep, deep aromatic <coughs> flavor. You know, like all your gingers and your galangal and like 500 cloves of garlic. It's it's, it's a little bland, it's isn't it? Too. Thin. That's my problem with it. Yeah, it's I, very watery. I don't like the fact that it's watery. I understand yeah. why the auntie I was talking about earlier today called this soup. Soup. Yeah. Can you see what I mean by okay? Imagine if that was some tamarind in this. Would this not? Would that not improve this? I guess. I guess it would improve it. I just want it to be thicker mm. and a bit more like. Mm, I'm not know? even getting very much of that kind of like lemak. F- um, mm-hmm. Richness from the coconut. No, I don't know yeah. what the coconut did. Because usually, like curries. They tend to cling onto the the meat, and also therefore sit like on your rice, right? Mm. So this one kind of just like, just like um, drowns the rice a bit, mm. a bit. You heard it here first. Drowns it, the rice. Maybe that's what she was going for. I mean, okay, let's be real, right? Mm. I I don't think this is a horrible dish by any means, and I think this is probably like unique to her family. Sheila does who like and she very graciously shared it like but yeah it's unfamiliar to me I don't think it's, it's just unfamiliar I don't exactly. think it's the best chicken curry you could make however however for the preparation time that we did how, how, how much did we put in my goodness but you know what Kishen it also tastes like it <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like the amount of work that went into it correct which is not a lot you know what I mean not a lot it's like when you make curry right it's mm. like you almost want to taste like you almost want to taste the kind of regret the you know, regret of like starting the project in the first place. It's kind um, of like, I, yeah, why did I start? Because it's one of those things. So you, arduous, ah, right? Ah, correct. You kind of want to taste like the hard work, right? This one really just. I mean, mm. I can see how for like a, for like a weeknight, a weeknight dinner, if you're not a very avid cook, it's very a for effort. Yeah. Huh? Wait, how much effort goes into it? Very little. Only it's like very little. I would say fifteen minutes of prep, and then the actual cooking time is like. You know The actual active cooking time Is maybe about 10 minutes Very much Yeah Okay but like You know if I went to like My friend's place And mm. then if they made Something like this mm. I'd be like I'd be like Yeah very nice eh Like okay lah mm. Like I don't hate it It's gro- no, I don't it's, hate it It's too. growing on me actually I feel like it's growing on me I just cannot tahan That it's very watery That's all mm. That's all But it's just me lah Okay so I say like okay lah, you know it's like the all that fast over what is basically just like a a a, a slightly unconventional curry recipe. Unconventional, yeah. That is, is right. maybe like not the best chicken curry out there. Not the best. You know, it's like you know if you ask me right, like if you if you gonna ask me what recipe to share the New York Times, that's the question here. Is this the one you share? I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know that this is the recipe you share with like the New York Times when you're trying to s- and you, you call it Singaporean ch- ch- chicken curry. I wouldn't nah, but yeah. I would call it Sheila Das's chicken ah, Sheila curry. Sheila Das's family oh. chicken curry. Correct. Maybe that's yeah. the thing here. And because we're all so different and we all have different ways that we want to cook, especially something so diverse like curry. Uh. Just own your own curry and be happy, sis. Actually, how I think this one you put potatoes inside, right? <laughs> <laughs> I put potatoes inside It will thicken up the curry you know I love I mean? having potatoes and curry uh, mm, Okay so that has been our uh, Our hot take On Our hot take on this Actually quite Like marginally decent chicken curry mm. Not bad lah Thank you dear listeners for Listening to yet another episode of Tea for Two We've come to the end of it now Yes live from Joe's Kitchen yeah, If you would like this to be a regular series uh, Do give us a shout in the comments And money for uh, like Money ma- so we can buy lapel mics <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely Yeah we can get better tech So we can do this more regularly Yes yes mm. Maybe hire a star Yeah actually <laughs> I would recommend Dear listeners That you try out this recipe Same Yeah because you know What I was, I, I was gonna say That how a lot of the people Who were like On the internet Making so much noise About this chicken curry thing right? I bet they don't even know How to fucking cook mm. They make so much noise And yeah what Authentic Lows Lang Kwang And then it's like You make Mm. You go and make your chicken mm. curry. Fair, what, fair is, what is your chicken curry recipe? Huh? Correct. Don't know how to cook. Don't go and say people. You see, if you can even make this recipe. And also, if, if you want to celebrate your own chicken curry recipe, uh, go celebrate, celebrate it. it. Be fine with it. Yeah. Maybe don't call it Singapore. <laughs> yeah, curry. just or maybe just call. Yeah, like let all like let all the curries of the world have their day. You know Correct. I mean? We're here for diversity. Yeah, we're holding space. We're, we're holding, holding space. space. And on that note. Thanks, John, for joining us for yeah, our Yeah, thanks, test. John. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, dear listener. This has been Joel signing off. And this is Kishan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, hi, this is uh, Joel with a postscript. I realized while editing this that we talk so much, but we didn't even talk about the fucking chicken in the chicken curry. <laughs> Because we were so preoccupied with the watery gravy. Sad to say the chicken itself was also very bland. Uh, it seemed like that fussy marinade in lime juice and yakun white pepper didn't really do anything for it. But you know what? I think right, sometimes you just got to sit with these things and go, can eat can already. Can eat can already. When did we become these people i think this is my resolution for the month of february and maybe march which is to soul search a bit and wonder what it says that my best friend and i age 35 and 36 respectively have put 50 minutes of chicken curry content on the internet and with that thought i bid you adieu until the next episode Bye!